Hello, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Isaac. And this is Conceptual Understanding. Okay, it's been a hot minute since we've been on this podcast, and there's a freaking ton of stuff to talk about. But we're going to sum it up yep. in about 35-ish minutes. Yeah, so we're not going to go too in-depth into any of this stuff because we don't have time to go in-depth into any of this stuff. Well, we might go in-depth a little bit, but we're going to give our overall thoughts on the election and right basically on. everything that has to do with the election, including the Supreme Court. Everything that's been going because on. Because the Supreme Court nominee does actually have a lot of effect on the election. So um, the first thing that happened since we were gone was, of course – the first debate. So, no, it was actually the Supreme Court nominee. Yeah. Right. So, do you want to start talking about ACB? I don't know. I am totally in support of Amy Coney Barrett. Same. I mean, I see where they're kind of like, hey, you can't do that because we're so close to an election. But you know what? Look at the tweets from Chuck Schumer back in you know 2012 or so or 2014 when Obama wanted to move somebody on the Supreme Court. Um, and Chuck Schumer, and I, I mean, the, he, he was just saying the opposite of what he was saying now. You know, now he's saying you can't do that, leave it to the American people. Back then he was saying, well, the president still has a job, they still have to do that. And that's the same, I mean, that's the same thing for both sides. Mitch McConnell on the Senate, you know, Republican side was doing the same thing. He was saying, oh, you can't do that, let the American people decide. So it's just partisan, basically, what they're thinking. Yeah, that is something that I, I, think that a lot of even the Republicans haven't even pointed out is the Democrats keep going, no, 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 no. In 2016, when Mer when we tried getting Merrick Garland on, mm -hmm. you said, no, it's an election year. Don't do that. Mm -hmm. But the Democrats were also the ones who flipped. So even though the Republicans flipped, so did the Democrats. The Democrats wanted it to happen, and now they don't. It's, it's just, just like a totally partisan, partisan thing. Whoever, yeah. However... I do like a different little outlook on that. And the, the fact is, I think that Mitch McConnell had some support. I think that it wasn't a total flip for the Republicans because the Republicans had the Senate and they have the Senate now. So it's not that it was just in the election year. It was that Obama was president. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he can nominate a judge, but even if he, they did go through that hearing process, Merrick Garland wouldn't have been, wouldn't have even gotten, um, um, put on the Supreme Court because right. they not didn't even, have the, chance. the Senate votes. Right. So Mitch McConnell's going, well, we're not going to vote her on, so we're not even going to have the hearings. Mm -hmm. And now they expanded the majority in the Senate, and so right. you know they're going to put Amy Coney Barrett onto the Supreme Court. And I think Amy Coney Barrett is the best nominee that Trump well, you has know There's even... Um, Oh, shoot. I can't remember her name right now. There's one senator who's a Democrat, and she's actually going to flip her vote for Amy Coney Barrett. because Which, she Is was, that Feinstein, you think? Yeah. No, I don't remember what her name was. Uh, I was reading about her this morning, and she was telling the press, she was like, you know what? Regardless of whether or not this is too fast or if we should wait, if anyone deserves she's like, she's more than qualified to be on the Supreme I have Court. a feeling that Senator Feinstein, she's the California senator um, with uh, Kamala Harris. Um, I really like Feinstein um, as a person. She's a very respectable, um, kind senator in the sense that even though her policies and the true ideologies that she believes are tilted to the left and things that I definitely don't agree with, I've heard her speak. I've seen the way that she interacts with other um, conservative senators, and mm -hmm. she's very professional. Um, she understands the Constitution well, um, right. isn't that radical. And so I, I have a feeling that would be her. And that that does make me happy. Now, as for as for the actual hearings, though, 
Mm-hmm. I think um, for the Democrats that didn't want her to be elected um, for partisan issues, you know, whatever it is, I think they genuinely did just kind of give up on this one because mm-hmm. it's not like Brett Kavanaugh where they have something to throw at him with someone who comes up with an accusation against him of, mm-hmm. you know, um, well, I think it was genius and I don't and maybe not necessarily genius, but Trump picked a woman. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was kind of heading into it. We lost the second Supreme Court judge who was a woman. And so it was mm-hmm. like, oh, we should probably put another woman on. Now, obviously, I don't think it should matter whether you're a man or a woman. It should just be whoever's most qualified. But that does help with politics. Well, and people. honestly, and so the Democrats, don't, they and, don't fight against you. And, and so if the Democrat and I, that's why I think it's a little genius is because they have a woman going on there. As soon as they like when they tried getting her on the Court of Appeals, which she did successfully do, they started attacking her faith. Mm-hmm. They attacked her on all these different things, and it turns out that people don't really like it when because so that. many people are Christian. Well, and the other thing is, is I mean, you listen to ACB. She one, you can't accuse her being racist because she's adopted two people. Mm-hmm. She's a mother. She was the smartest person in Notre Dame, according to one of her professors. So she has this very. Um, she's got a long history and, and she seems very empathetical and very kind, you know, with her family and the things that she does. So it's very hard to pinpoint or pin something to her that goes, look how horrible mm-hmm. she is. And especially her responses. Mm-hmm. She, she didn't have a single note. Keep in mind. Yeah. Yeah. She definitely, I think, um, I think she definitely could have given, uh, more telling responses of where she stood on things, mm-hmm. but her handling of it is the same way I would handle of it if I was in her situation. You know, it was always let you know I'll let the senator ask their question, and then I'm going to call out what's wrong with it. Or if they ask me a question, you know, I, I'm just going to call out what's wrong with it. When Kamala Harris started asking her questions, then Amy Comey Barrett literally takes like 30 seconds to just go, you know what, you've asked me this question, you've asked me this question, you've asked me, mm-hmm. you asked, and and they're all obvious facts, and I don't know why you're asking me these. So please, you know, like please get to your point mm-hmm. on them. Yeah, I believe Harris was saying, do you agree? Uh, cigarettes kill people. Do you think COVID nineteen is infectious? Yeah, and then and then she Harris then tried to use that mm-hmm. to talk about the Affordable Care Act, and. Uh, Amy Coney Barrett pointed out this like you just pointed out facts and then tried me using those facts to go along with the solicit an idea and this is what leads me to my biggest problem with the Democrats approach to these hearings and Ted Cruz pointed it out is the Democrats tried I don't necessarily want to say convincing the American people they tried to paint the court as a legislative body Mm -hmm. it's not they tried saying, and they keep trying to say, ACB is going to get rid of health care. She's going to do this. She's going in with an agenda. They're, and then the questions that they asked her were all legislative-based. Are you going to get rid of abortion? Are you going to get rid of the Affordable Care Act? Are mm-hmm. you going to get rid of this? They don't understand. Well, maybe they do. They don't point it out that the court does not decide those things. It has to be a case that goes to them, right, and then they right. rule whether that case is constitutional. Because um, I know what they're – I know what they're saying. Um, the The reason that they're bringing that up is because obviously she will have a say in that. Yeah. Once they, if, you know, if they can tell that they have a decent chance of getting it to the Supreme Court and a decent chance of the Supreme Court ruling in whatever favor, you know, some conservative wants on one of those issues or something, then you know, and that's why they're asking about it. The only problem is they they set it up so easy for her in these hearings because they when they ask her legislative questions, all she has to respond is. I don't know why you're trying to solicit an opinion from me 
on a political issue and not a constitutional matter. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the Supreme yeah, Court hearing. Cut that off right there. The Democrats, the Democrats boycotted the committee hearings now, so they moved up the vote Monday, I believe. She mm-hmm. will be um, put in as the next Supreme Court judge or yeah. justice. And so that heads right into the first debate. That was the, the week of the first debate was right after he nominated Ooh. ACB. That was the first topic they brought up was the Supreme Court. Um, Joe Biden, you know, attacked her again for the same reasons about legislative. And then it kind of went to a disaster zone oh, the first really? debate. See, I thought for the first five minutes of the debate. I was Donald, saying even, even more, like 10, 15. 10 minutes. Honestly, watching Donald Trump in those first 10 minutes. He was composed. I thought it was more very, very, very prepared. He yeah. knew. He knew when Biden brought things up. He knew what he was going to respond. And and that makes me think about the 2016 uh, debates. I cannot watch them. I tried watching the first one, and I tried watching the third. I can't stand it. The amount of tension between her and Hillary Clinton, and the fact that they don't really attack each other in the way that this happened. It, mm-hmm. There's so much tension, and Trump would say things that really is what helped Democrats paint him as a guy who doesn't know what he's doing. And that's because Trump didn't prepare for the debates. Mm -hmm. He said that this time with Chris Christie, I believe was his debate um, helper. Mm -hmm. They said, we're going to prepare Trump for this. And he comes out. And as soon as Biden said this, he was like, no, 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 no. This is this, this is this. The problem is Trump can get impatient. Trump gets hates being accused of things that he doesn't like. Mm -hmm. And it went down a very chaotic path after the 15 minutes. Yeah, it ended up being bad for both of them, but I think it was definitely worse for Biden because, like it or not, we kind of expect that from Trump. Yeah, We expect him to, but Biden, on the other hand, you don't expect him to be the guy that's going to start talking over Trump and all that. And though, by the end of it, he got Biden to start to lose his cool. Though I will say, I think that people who are very liberal-leaning actually like that out of him. Um, especially when, see him as more of a when, when, when Biden said, would you just shut up? <laughs> Everybody was like, yes, this is a man that can take on yeah. Donald Trump. Yeah. And that's what upsets me because these are the same people who get mad at Trump trolling Hillary Clinton in 2016 mm-hmm. saying you're going to be in jail and all that. They say, how dare you attack her like that? But then when Biden attacks Trump, it's woo, let's go. Mm-hmm. We have a, a bulldog or we have some, a bull who's going to push Trump mm-hmm. out of this out of the office but either way it was chaotic they were both arguing they i mean i i like people were saying that trump was arguing with the moderator which he was yeah it wasn't good and which then I know that was something you and i kind of disagreed on a little because i i understand why chris wallace the moderator was mm-hmm. getting mad at him <clears throat> if i was chris even if i supported donald trump i'd be getting mad at him yeah i just think you're right. I think Chris Wallace did a good job at the beginning when everything was cool. However, his questions were very, um, I would say they were loaded questions. And when he'd ask Biden a question and Biden would give him an answer, there was no follow-up. Like, okay, I believe he said, do you believe there is systematic racism in the mm-hmm. police department? Mm-hmm. And then Joe Biden says, we need to do all we No, I believe Joe Biden said, we need to end this. We have to fix it. And they was left like that. He didn't say, okay, well, then what are you going to do? But then he goes to Trump and he says, condemn white supremacy, do it now. Mm-hmm. And then Trump says, sure, I will. And then Trump, the biggest thing that the Democrats attacked him on, he, he just... said, stand back and stand by. The stand by is what was a 
I miss, I miss saying he messed it up and everybody tried to paint him as a white supremacist. Yeah, Donald Trump was just stupid on that. He should have just said, yep, condemn it, done. Mm -hmm. Like, why does he have to go? But and, 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 why did he have in to his defense out? and Democrats who, who hypothetically would be listening to this would say, oh, you're just defending Trump. But we all know that Trump isn't a get along kind he's of guy. He's denied it a lot. If, if Trump feels like he's being attacked, he's not going to basically go along with things. And so he felt like I get, he was being attacked by Chris Wallace. And because of that, he wasn't going to go along with Chris Wallace thing. He's like, no, I'm going to argue with you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm not going to agree with you. However, he, he needs to condemn it very, you know, thoroughly mm -hmm. say, I condemn white Which he's done before. He's done. Like, I think this is where all, most people were over watching. Over nine or 10 times. I, yeah. I went back and they did, he, he's condemned over nine or 10 yeah. times. And at the end of it all, this debate, everybody left was saying, oh, this was horrible. And I think it actually made, and I think a lot of people know this, it made the divide a lot harder. Conservatives who are in love with Trump were like, yes, this is Trump really attacking Biden. I think Trump's original like strategy in the first debate was I'm going to attack Biden every single time I can. Mm -hmm. And Biden's goal was to not look like a fool. I think that was Biden's end goal was if I can, because Trump has, the Trump campaign has been painting Biden as this dead horse, as mm -hmm. this um, as sleepy Joe. Mm -hmm. If the Biden and his campaign, all they have to do is not look like a sleepy Joe, not look like this dementia old man, then he immediately surpasses all expectations. And so that was the problem is Trump set the expectations so low that Biden was incapable of debating Biden's incapable of saying things the correct way that as soon as Biden does a very simple job of doing things, saying things, it immediately makes it look like Trump is attacking Biden for no reason. And then a couple days later, Trump gets COVID. Mm -hmm. Perfect for him. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't look very good on his campaign. Now, does it the fact that the president of the United States gets COVID? You have anything to say about that? I mean, I think that sums it up. I think it, I think it plays out fine because mm -hmm. one, all any information that was any bad information that it was coming out and that we were talking about before that is gone because mm -hmm. now we're just talking about him having COVID. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, it does do a good job of completely changing what people were thinking about. Yeah, well, and like he says, you know, now he can go to his rallies and be like, "I've had it." There, Some people are going to have it really bad, but you know what? I've had it. It's not that bad. Mm -hmm. And Trump is a guy who drinks Diet Coke on the daily. An obese. <laughs> and he's not – okay, I don't like when people keep saying he's obese because he's not the fattest person in the world. Oh, he's not the fattest like, person. He's still – He's honestly – he's not in shape. overweight. But yeah. he's not in shape. And so the odds of him – And he's like 70, 73, 72. 74, I believe. The odds of this affecting him are way worse than someone who's below 65 who isn't obese mm -hmm. who is in shape all these things and then trump like in four days is better i think that it shows how good that our medical people are in this mm -hmm. country and i think that actually helps trump's campaign because you can see look i got it and look the at these treatments were, that the I odds used. were stacked against me and yet america is so great that we had the right therapeutics the right medical attention mm -hmm. to get me through and now i'm fine However, Trump made a video and he tweeted saying, you have to fight through it. You have to overcome it. 
and immediately at Chris Wallace or um, uh, Chris Cuomo on CNN, I mm -hmm. watched it. He said, "This is preposterous. How can Trump tell you to get over it? People are dying." And then they brought out brought on a woman whose husband had died of COVID, and she was bawling, saying, "Trump's xenophobic. He's racist. <laughs> He's not empathetic." And and something I think Shapiro said, and I think um, Ted Cruz was saying is, "Are you serious?" Like, I understand that people are getting injured and that this is dangerous, but you don't want to paint this as a negative thing. Mm -hmm. You don't want to say, oh, you better hide in your basement like Joe Biden mm -hmm. and, and be afraid of COVID-19. We have to be afraid. No, all that does is make the American people more scared. And all it does is hurt Trump's chances at reelection. And so Trump's campaign needs to spread positivity in order to people to think that he's done a good job. And Biden's campaign needs mm -hmm. to spread negativity to make it look like Trump's been a failure. So he gets better. I mean, Mike Pence, I believe, had a quarantine, and then we see him running. I want to bring up yeah. that running part because uh, just recently, I think there was a video of Bi or, um, Mike Pence running from the jet to mm -hmm. the campaign, and I thought, man, running this is America. our vice president. He's <laughs> awesome. You know what? I – Genuinely, I didn't know how much I loved Mike Pence, and this brings us perfectly into the vice presidential yeah, debate, which because... was way more informative, way mm -hmm. better than the first presidential. What debate. I loved, and, and I just want to bring this up really quick before you Go say, ahead. yeah, I I can't remember a single vice. I mean, obviously we're, we're fairly young, but I can't remember mm -hmm. a single vice presidential debate before. I don't think people watch them that they don't really care. Yeah, but this one, after the disaster that was the first debate, everyone's like, well. We got to see what the yeah. vice presidents are like <laughs> yeah. because they might be better than our candidates. And I think, oh man, I think, oh wow, I didn't know I liked Mike Pence. Mm -hmm. I didn't know I liked him that much. I thought I I, I thought he was just a quiet dude who he would just who would job. just fade out. But no, he's he's the nicest guy in politics, as most people say. But I think he proved that when he needs to be, he can be a bulldog. Mm -hmm. And he he had some savage. Trump savage like, like like everybody says Trump's the troll or mm -hmm. he's the epic troller he's the savage Mike Pence had an amazing savage moment when he said your COVID plan looks, looks a lot like plagiarism, plagiarism. Yeah. something that Joe Biden knows a little about because <laughs> Joe Biden would copy his college yeah. papers yeah that was a very people who it wasn't the greatest savage moment because not everybody understood that but right. people that did that was everything. I just felt, he just did a great job. As an awesome man. Yeah. Um, and then he had the fly in his hair, and yeah. everybody memed that, memed the heck out of that. <laughs> SNL <laughs> made it look like it was Joe Biden as a fly in his hair. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I don't know if he'll ever. I don't know if he'll ever run for president, or if he ever will be president. He's kind of getting up there in age, isn't he? Yeah. Well, but look at look at the age of some of the people that are running right now. Yeah, but <laughs> I will say. And he's got a lot of energy. Trump's one of a kind. I mean, and I think it makes sense. Think about what Trump was doing before he was president. He was a businessman. Mm -hmm. And yeah, you can say we can't really look at what he did all the time. But Trump was 70 years old and he was still running a business. He's still one of the best branders out there. That's why everybody knew the Trump name with the, mm -hmm. he had the Apprentice show. This is a man who works hard. He, he, he knows what he's doing and he works it. And now that he's president, it's honestly not that different. You know, like now it's it's different scale and it's different things. Mm -hmm. But Trump's been working his whole life. He's been busy his whole life. Mm -hmm. And now he's in the White House. I mean, Joe Rogan brought it up 
look at Obama. I mean, in like the first three years, he immediately went gray and then started balding, which is, you know, you can't really tie with the presidency, but they say that it ages you four years yeah. every year. And we look at Trump. He doesn't look like he aged today. Yeah. He, he's the same old Trump. Um, granted, that would be because although he definitely works hard, I'm, and I'm all right with this, he definitely, he definitely takes more breaks than a lot of presidents have in the past. I do believe that he has less breaks than Obama, though. I have to, I'd have to check. I think Obama took more vacation. Now, granted, Obama had two well, terms. But well. that's that's where it's kind of like, how do we classify mm-hmm. a vacation for Donald mm-hmm. Trump when he goes down to his, you know, because his homes are vacations, basically. But I think you know? he deserves it. Like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm fine with it because I don't think he's doing it to the level mm-hmm. that I'm like, yeah. are you serious? And, and that's what but, does annoy me is when Joe Biden brings up He's in. He's at his golf course. Mm-hmm. Or the American people. He's at his golf course, not being president. I'm like, okay. How about you try being president? See how many vacation days you would want after being president. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I'm fine if he if he wants to take days to go golf. And sometimes you need it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I'd rather have him go take a day off mm-hmm. than than all the time have a heart attack. Yeah. I will say this is something kind of unrelated, but I was going through Snapchat the other day and they had a Snapchat story. Apparently there was an Indian man. I don't know if you saw this who died when Trump got COVID. Did you hear about this? Mm -hmm. So there's this, there's this man who lives in India and they did a a story on him on the, on the Snapchat news thing. I don't know how reliable this is, but it, it was, they gave the story. This, there's this man in India who, um, was I think either Buddhist or Hindu. I, right. I apologize. I don't really remember the religions or, or how that mm-hmm. works in India, but apparently he dreamed about Trump a couple years ago <laughs> and he was convinced that Trump was a God. And so he literally has this seven foot Trump statue shrine that every day he would worship and pray to. He would pour uh, incense and oil into, I know this freaky and he had Trump shirts. He would write Trump, all over every single wall in his house. It said Trump everywhere. There was pictures. And then when Trump got COVID, when it was announced he got COVID, he released a video of him crying, saying, I love you, Trump. I love you. And three days later, he locked himself in his room, bawling, didn't eat for two days. And his family said that he came out, and this is like a 30-year-old man. He comes out of his room, he's drinking tea, and he he collapses and has a heart attack and dies because of the grief that Trump got COVID. That guy's a lunatic. I know. Oh my God. I had to bring that up because when we talk about Trump getting COVID, I know we're on the VP debate. Mm-hmm. I think about this guy yeah. who loves Trump so much that he died when he thought his idol was well, getting sick. So there, there's a lesson for you. You can love your candidate. Don't love him that much. Yeah. Wouldn't recommend yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like the Democrats want, want to portray all Republicans and all yeah. conservatives as that yeah. kind of guy. Um, but so Mike Pence does a good job. I yes. Know we just drifted. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. Let's, Let's move on to the second debate. But we get to just a couple days ago. Second debate. Trump's best debate by far he's ever done. I'm including all the primaries, mm-hmm. all the things that he's done. Which before I we get to say, anything else, my favorite part of this whole thing, and I might be a little biased on this. Yeah. But I really liked it because it's probably been at least five times in these debates that Joe Biden has paused looked right at the camera and said, but you folks back at home. The Democrats paint that as brave. He's ignoring Trump. Well, he's just, you you know, he's just doing that. And he's, 
And I see where he's coming from. You know, he's trying to appeal to the American people, trying to seem very genuine. And at first it does, but honestly, like, like I was like, okay, yeah, that's a good, that's a good, that's good strategy, good play. But when he starts doing it multiple times, like each and every single question, he's doing that because, um, I mean, after, after a while, I just kind of start to think like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like it, it seems fake now. Yeah. And that's why I liked when Donald Trump, when he, when he points out, he's like, oh, you just look at the camera and go folks back at home, you know, yeah. he and said, he calls him out for it. Paul- and that's 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 response. how he won 2016. You know, he was Chris always Christie like, did. yeah, he was always Chris like, Christie you're did. such a politician. Yeah. This is just what the politicians, which do. is true. And then he said, I'm not a politician. That's why I got elected. Now, mm-hmm. I will say, whenever Trump says I got elected because of you guys, I got elected. Mm-hmm. That's fair to say, and it's good for your campaign. I have to bring it up. He didn't win the popular vote, and I know the electors might have thought that, but again, Trump. If you're going to run off of the fact that you're an outsider and that you're not a politician, I granted a lot of people like that. Mm-hmm. However, more people voted for Hillary when they knew that she was an insider. Mm-hmm. So maybe it'll be different this election, but I don't think that helps Trump the best when he constantly goes, I'm an outsider. I'm I, I think different. I, I think I, I mean, like he's it. been a president for three and a half years now. He's a politician. Well, I, I like it because I, I think honestly, no matter how long Donald Trump would be in office, I don't think he would ever become a politician. Because we were watching this funny TikTok. So that he day. acts like a politician. Right, right, no, he no. is a politician. We, we were watching this TikTok the other day. Um, mm-hmm. But the difference between when Obama announced the death of Osama bin, bin Laden and Donald Trump's announcement of uh, Baghdad. Baghdadi, yeah, of, of his assassination. And like, or not assassination, killing. And, you know, Obama would be like, um, he, he would say like, they killed him or they, they entered in and after a short firefight killed him and removed his body or took his body into custody and removed it from the location. I, I believe the difference was, and they cut it back and forth. Obama comes in and he goes, the United States uh, military led an operation that led mm-hmm, to the death mm-hmm. of Osama bin Laden. And then Trump goes, Abu Bagar Baghdad is, is dead. dead. And then Obama goes, there was a firefighter or there was a firefight in yeah, the yeah. compound. And, and then right after him. that, and then Trump goes, he died, died like, like a dog. dog or or a beautiful dog. Or he'll go like, like just like you said, Obama would be like, there was a swift firefight with this and that and that. And then Trump just goes, there was a lot of shooting and a lot, they, of, guns. They a lot of guns. <laughs> and, he, and they didn't use the door. You think that most people go up to the door and yeah. Trump goes, knock, knock, <laughs> come in. But they didn't do he's that. Just, he's, that's why I think he'll never really and then be Trump a goes, politician. And I will never get credit for this. Yeah. He'll <laughs> never truly be a politician. Oh, but that, see... I understand where people have issues with that. I, I, I do understand the people that have issues with Trump's personality. I understand mm-hmm. that. Well, I'll be However, honest. He is 100%. And I will, you know, I think it's clear. And I think to deny this is basically to deny a fact. I think that he is definitely um, somewhat of a narcissist. And he's oh, he very, he's, he's very, I mean, his he wants the attention. He wants the attention. He does. Oh, yeah. But here's what I will say. I, I do think that it would be better and more presidential if Trump, you know, was less narcissistic and less mm-hmm. about me, me, me and all of that. And, and the way he talks, however, you got to admit it's funny. Oh yeah. And, and that was my biggest issue with my biggest thing, issue with what Biden said at the second presidential debate is Biden said, no, you, I, I can't remember the exact wording, but Biden literally, literally said, and I was mad. This pissed me <laughs> off. Biden said, 
you know what he says. You know what he's like. You know that I'm a nice person. He Biden literally said that you got to vote for him because he's a better person. He brought he Biden and the Democrats are trying to make this election about personality, about characteristics, about who they are, because that's what they have against Trump. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You should not vote for someone because you think they're nicer. You got to vote for because of policy. You know, Trump has some of the best policy, I think. Out of I mean, yes, I know. Yes, I know. Because I would rather have somebody who's just a great person as president, mm -hmm. and maybe their policies aren't as great. Then, yeah, but it's better than having a, a crazy. Guy. Like I think Obama was a nice guy. Now, there's a lot of corrupt stuff with Obama that he's done or what he does. And he kind of acts like a snake sometimes. But Obama was a nice person. Like back when he was, I was a presidential figure. When I was when I used to be pretty liberal leaning, I think I don't know if we brought that up. I used to be pretty liberal leaning when I was younger. I thought Obama was amazing because he spoke in a very presidential way. Now that everybody makes fun of his uh yeah. Uh, yeah. But he seemed like a nice guy. Mm -hmm. However, his policy was horrible versus Trump, who is the exact opposite. His policy is amazing, but his personality sets a lot of people off. It annoys a lot of people. Now, I find it funny, and I love Trump's savage moments. It's just not presidential. Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's he's opposite than Obama, and I think a lot of people like – well, especially Trump supporters like that he is not a politician. What I think, not um, presidential. What I think a lot of people miss is it's all, it's all kind of about when you see him mm -hmm. because I know – the way he acts when he's in front of the media or in front of Biden is not the way he acts when he's doing a rally or talking well, and, with and Mike you know, Pence how or something. Many, how many – and now I guess we don't know a whole lot of Biden supporters. Mm -hmm. But how many Biden supporters are going to watch Trump rally? I would be willing to bet that none unless some people who are like, I want to go see what Trump's like. Well, and that's what I was going to bring up because I, I, I know I mentioned this in an earlier episode. But there was a PragerU video of a Bernie supporter mm -hmm. who went to a Trump rally. Yeah. And when she finished, she was like – this guy's funny. He's funny. He's I funny. I found him very enjoyable, mm -hmm. but I'm never going to vote for him because I still don't like his policies, and she still thought he was racist. But that doesn't mean that she couldn't admit that, you know what? He's a funny dude. But I'm saying that's that's the thing, though, is, like I said, how many Biden supporters, how many Bernie supporters are really going to watch Trump at a rally? Mm -hmm. So Trump can say what he wants. You know, now the CNN's going to pick this out of context and do that. But Trump's going to act different than how he acts at the debate. Which again was I think Trump's best debate he's ever done. He was prepared, and because yeah. of the threat of the muting of the mics, mics, which actually came in handy a couple of times, they went silent and their lips are still moving. Mm -hmm. Trump did what he was supposed to do. He attacked Biden. He, um, I think Shapiro, I can't remember. He um, I, and um, uh, Charlie Kirk of Turning Point USA, mm -hmm. they were saying that Trump needed to do four things. They needed to. Um, show that Biden was corrupt, or at least paint him as corrupt. Mm -hmm. um, show him as ill-productive. You know, why haven't you done this in your forty-seven years as a politician? You know, mm -hmm. make it look like. And he did well, that he a needs lot. To hit that so much. Biden, harder. Biden kept saying things, and this is one of my favorite parts about the debate. Is Biden would say we need to do this, and then Trump would impersonate him and go, "You just said we need to do this, and then this. Why haven't you done it, Joe? Mm -hmm. you That's what he has to keep. You are yeah. vice president. Why haven't you done it? So corrupt with." The Hunter Biden mm -hmm, scandal, which mm -hmm. we don't have time for today, but the Hunter Biden scandal, um, ill-productive as a Trojan horse for socialism, which Trump's like, look at the Green New Deal. Mm -hmm. Mike Pence also did a very good job of mentioning the Green New Deal. It's socialistic. Kamala Harris is a radical Democrat. 
And then the fourth or the last thing that, that Trump needs to do for Biden is he needs to make him less of a dead horse. Mm -hmm. I know Biden, I know lots of conservatives and even people who aren't conservatives are aware that Biden has dementia or he's struggling. Mm -hmm. They need to do it less. Which is natural with his age. I think they need to do it less. They need to do it enough so that people don't want him as president because they fear that he would be bad. Mm -hmm. But the problem with the first debate is because they painted Joe as Sleepy Joe and as a unable to do things, then all of a sudden when the debate comes and Biden acts just averagely, mm -hmm. he doesn't stutter as much. He doesn't, you know, show signs of um, dementia or ill or um, old age. Then it looks like Trump's wrong. Although honestly, in this last all debate, in this last debate, Biden definitely started to look. He started like a feeble towards, guy. especially after. Like, I mean, you watch him walk off the stage, and he just feeble was the shuffled. word that just kept popping mm -hmm. in my head. But I think that he needs to do a little less because if he focuses less on Sleepy Joe and more of ill productive Joe and how mm -hmm. he, you know, he was vice president forty seven years. That's Eight what years he as needs. vice president. Yeah. That's the second highest position in the United States. That's just what he needs to focus. And he, on. they didn't. Why didn't he do it? And then Biden's response was, I believe, and there was this, this was the worst part for Biden on a, when Biden was talking is they were like, what is your response to not getting these things done? And Biden just goes, the Republican Congress. Mm -hmm. And Trump goes, I love the way Trump said this. Sometimes you just need to work with them, Joe. I worked with them um, for prison reform. You got to work across the aisle, Joe. Yeah. Trump knew what he needed to do. He attacked Biden. He painted Biden as this person who would be a terrible president, and it helped. That was the second debate. Trump won. Now, yeah. the media said that it was a tie. And if they say it's a tie, it, it'll, be, it'll be whoever. It'll be whoever. So is, that you're talking to is leading us. I think what really helped in that week. debate was the two minutes off because it mm -hmm. saves Trump from being an idiot. Mm -hmm. Because I know I've told you this before, even while it was happening, I was thinking this in the first debate, you know what? Trump would make some good, he, he made some decent points, yeah. but you know what? He wouldn't shut up and let Biden shoot himself in the foot. Yeah. Cause now it's two minutes of Biden talking just him. And if he doesn't make sense, Trump can't interrupt him. And the worst part now I keep saying worse because I think Biden just failed on the debate when Biden said he was going to destroy the oil industry. Mm -hmm. That is put it be, on his website. <laughs> that's going to be no in the fracking. That is going to be so significant for as Trump said. Uh, Trump, I, I loved how surprised Trump was when when Biden said, "I'm going to end the oil industry." Trump was like, "This is cool," because then Trump was like, "Remember that Pennsylvania. Remember that Ohio. Mm -hmm. Remember mm -hmm. that Texas." And that is what Trump needs to do. He needs to show the lies that Biden has said, especially when Biden said, "I have never said I'd ban fracking," which he has had. There's right. a compilation of it. Trump needs to use those things and show that Biden doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah. He's shifting back and forth on his, his ideas, his ideologies. And it shows that Biden is, Biden is being controlled. He's, he's not a very strong candidate. He's getting up there in age. And, and granted, Trump is, but we've already established Trump's doing really well for his He's age. fine, yeah. He beat COVID-19. Mm -hmm. So now... How that all relates to the election coming up in what is it, eight or nine days now? I think a week from Wednesday. I think the only thing I'm very worried about, um, or not worried about, 
if you want Trump to win, I think the problem is that what he's been acting like in these last week, in this last week or so, mm -hmm. and the polls are actually starting to turn a little closer towards yeah. him. They're, they're flipping just Which a little. Some people don't like the polls. They're I starting to trend back up. Feelings about them. They're starting to trend back up for Trump. And I think the part that would be concerning if you want Trump to win is that it's kind of happening too late. Yeah. And this is what he needed to do a couple of weeks ago. This is how he won the 2016 election, mm -hmm. calling people out for being insiders, mm -hmm. corrupt. Um, a lot of people have already voted right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Millions of and, Americans. And that, and that can, that we don't really have time for it, but that's something I also have an issue with. Is it, it makes sense why they have such a long voting period so that more people can vote. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you having debates after hundreds of thousands of people already voted is stupid. See, that doesn't necessarily bother me. What bothers me is the extension that some states are given, like three-day yes, extensions. Yes, Because then we just, we just aren't going to know. Mm-hmm. I think that if you really want those debates to convince people, because what happens if you vote now, maybe this is your fault for doing it, but if you vote and then there's a debate and you're like, Oh wait, maybe I'll, like well, actually debate. after the second presidential debate, big sky news in Australia, mm -hmm. um, they record a lot of stuff on the American political you know, yeah. atmosphere. Granted, they are rather right leaning, but they found on the Google search trends that millions of people were searching can I change my vote in, in Pennsylvania <laughs> yeah, after the debate? Exactly. But of course it's too late now. So it doesn't really, that, that could be worrying rather than yeah. helpful if you want Trump to win. But so, um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's going to be a very close race. Yeah. Um, the Trump supporters, the, I mean, the, when I say Trump supporters, like we're Trump supporters, I mean the forever I'm, and I'm going to be with Trump. Those people are convinced that Trump's going to come out in a landslide. People on the, landslide. That's the Biden think. supporters think that Biden's going to come out on a landslide. No, I think it's to be close. You know what? There's a large possibility. I think that it's going to be another 2016. Trump's not going to get the popular vote. Mm -hmm. He might get the electoral vote. So we'll see what happens. Um, I do have an announcement. We have an announcement on Tuesday, this coming Tuesday. We will be back here with another episode. So mm -hmm. be ready. We had a large break before this episode between us and the Electoral College, but we will have another episode out on Tuesday, so be ready for that. Right on. Well, thanks for tuning in. Yep. This is Conceptual Understanding. I'm Jerry. And I'm Isaac.